Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. All like the right. rest of us, Morgan is here. Julie and Phil are here. All right, Alice. Let's see. And where am I? Are you in there? Oh, there I am. Do you see the live stream? I see. Yes, I it's see on, you. The live stream is on a little bit of a delay. I see a little. I see me. Mm-hmm. And then I see you. Okay. You ready to do the show? You want to count me in so I can start recording as well okay, for I'm the gonna... people who aren't on the live stream? Okay. I'm going to count you in. Ready? Okay. Five, four, three, two, one. And there we are. All right. I'm going to start talking as usual. Okay. Yes. This is the Burn Barrel Podcast. So this is my thing, Alice. We've got a, a controversy. Alice. Yes. You've got a controversy. <clears throat> you know, of course, that my mole tipped me off. Wow. Your mole tipped you off? Yeah. This is interesting. What mole? Where? This is interesting. You know the girl uh, Eva, whatever, done like Gardley, Van, Van Gardley, Van Gardley, 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 Gardley. Yes, yes. She's, she's got 150 th- letters in her last name, mm-hmm. all consonants. Eva Vlar. Yeah. On Twitter. Who I am. We can say more than somewhat dating, right? Yeah, honey. Denmark. Listen to this. Listen. She's going on Tucker tonight. I heard. Well, well, well. That's what our mole toast found for me that she's going on Tucker. She toast lateraled me that information. Which I, of course, retweeted. The tweet was deleted by author now. And now I can't even find her Twitter page. Did she mean to DM you, possibly? Eva Vladerbeda? No. No. Toast. No. Toast tweet is is still there. Oh. Eva's is gone. Wait. So is she canceled off Tucker? I, I mean, she might be canceled off Twitter. Eva. Isn't it Eva VL? Yeah. I still see her on Twitter. Okay. Well, she's that, that tweet. She is, deleted her tweet that she's going on Tucker what tonight. What is the deal with that? Hmm. Yeah, what? her last tweet is 20 hours ago. So I don't know. Maybe she's not going to be on Tucker tonight. Why would Tucker not have her on? Or unless she was um, 
Oh, by the way, Jerry said, Callahan said that, uh, by the way, she's, but it's just interesting. Why wouldn't she be on talking about the Italian uh, new prime minister, who's Mussolini, by the way, if you haven't heard, the Italian prime minister is Mussolini. Yeah. We're why, back to fascism in Italy. Why wouldn't she, why wouldn't Tucker have her on? There's nobody more pleasing to the eye than Eva Vladislav, and she's also, <laughs> she's also, um, she's good. I mean, she kind of yeah, she has an good. attitude and all that stuff. So, like, I don't see. Wait a second. Wait a second. What now? You know, I told you we were gonna. I was gonna have Alana Mastrangelo on. <clears throat> um. Yes, you mentioned it. Do you know her? I don't think so. She's uh, Breitbart. Um, she's written for Town Hall. She's very pretty. She's Italian. Um, and she actually wrote about wrote about um, the prime minister. And and she had that audio uh, that audio of um of all the network people saying the prime minister is a fascist. Mm-hmm. She tweeted that out. I sent the tweet to us. That has been gone. deleted. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. In the comments, somebody's pointing out there's more Italian hate here. I see at least two people that I know are Italian in the in the chat right now. So are we going to talk about your Italian problem? I have... Uh, well, first of all, what's happening here on Twitter that all this stuff that's surrounding... The Italian Prime Minister. Yeah, is being erased. What is going on? I don't know. It's very odd. It's very odd. And the way the media has acted about this Prime Minister is very odd when she seems totally fine and... I don't know. I'm happy for Italy. I think it seems cool. I hope France is next. And um, yeah, I I think it's great. I don't know that much about like Italian politics and stuff, but the way the media acts about it, like what am I supposed to think? But yeah, so we decided, honey, that we need to have an intervention. Well, hold on. Before we do that, I, what is going on? What are people trying to do to this lady? Why have these people's innocuous tweets been taken down? Do you think they're going through and removing tweets about her because it's are. like fascism? I think because so. she's literally a Nazi. I wonder if that's possible. I wonder if that is possible. Because like Trump's not allowed on Twitter, and he's a quote unquote fascist, also, right? So, and remember, even like, do you remember after he first got banned for Twitter, and then uh, from Twitter, and then he did his CPAC speech, and that was like his first big speech since being banned off everything. And like YouTube wouldn't even carry it, and like we couldn't put snippets of it on our YouTube channel. And it was like a whole thing that you like couldn't play anything back of Trump of and his CPAC speech because it wasn't allowed. Like, is that is that possibly what's happening here that they're trying to I like memory hole her? No, but that, that still wouldn't explain the the uh, Eva like thing. erasing tweets about her. Yeah, this is. Very interesting. So, okay, so my, you want to talk about my problem, my Italian problem? Yes, your Italian problem. <clears throat> I love Italians. I love Italy, which I've been to. And You've engaged some very dangerous stereotypes. No, I have not. What stereotypes? They're good um, at cooking. They're good looking. They're good at art. They're... About the way they dress. Oh, yeah. No, my brother dressed like an Italian kid from Medford in, in mm-hmm. 1990. Oh no! No, sorry. Nineteen eighty-seven and eight, and he, he, it was wholly offensive how he looked. Yeah, we have one side an Italian kid from Medford. Actually, then I think we need to uh, deconstruct mm-hmm. some of these deep-seated beliefs that you have, and I think we mm-hmm. should schedule a dinner with our Italian friends, just like the the racism dinners. Oh, like that, a beer summit. Kind of like a beer summit, but oh, the more Italians like the ones. Don't drink beer, do they? 
Uh, Moretti. Um, so anyway, but you can have us some. You can have a dinner like the ones that the those women do, where they have oh, all the white women and, and yell at you. We'll have me. all our Italian friends come over and yell at you about your Italian racism. They could too. There was there was actually I, there was a racist incident starring me and an Italian kid from Winchester actually, where I used this was back when I was in high school and I used I believe a slur. I really did, and he. Um, so I think we need to probably actually, unpack some of this. I was just I kidding, and mm-hmm. unpack. And he actually decided to come after me and and destroy me. And he's actually he was actually he had a reputation for being. Italian. I don't know what I was thinking. You'll never know what it's like to be an Italian in this but, country. No, this well, this kid and who what I said, faced. this kid who I was um, who I said the slur to, um, what. He was very prototypical. He thought he was the best-looking man, kid in the world. He had this a, a very flashy car. Do you think it, part of your problem with Jared Carabas has to do with your Italian stereotype? Is Carabas Italian? I'm pretty sure the name Carabas sounds Italian. I don't know that that's me. true. Maybe Google he's... it right now. Where's the name Carabas? <sighs> what? From? Don't you have Google? Well, I already Jesus. Googled it, and it's Italian. But oh. I'm... <laughs> <laughs> Carabas is he Italian? I love it. Yeah, it's from the region of Naples, actually. Uh, so uh, no, Carabas is no Carabas just looks like a thug. It does not that he looks Italian. No. And he's from Saugus. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, Saugus went for Trump, Alice. So did um, I know. So did um, the other Italian place. I know. And after all that, you're still stereotyping. Them? I love Italians. I love the food. I love the people. I, I love. I talked glowingly about Italians today on WTIC. Well, I think reparations are going to be in order. Well, the, the Italians don't need reparations. They're the best. I think you should hire some Italians for several thousand dollars to yell at you over dinner. I have a, hired Italians on a temporary basis to prepare me food. Does that count? <laughs> I've always wanted an Italian girlfriend. I could never get one because they like their men to be very manly. And I had to find some Serbian chick who See, we're already making progress on your deep mental issues surrounding Italians. You people. got the wrong guy. Mm-hmm. I did say some Terry... Th- terrible things to my brother's Italian girlfriend once but that was all those things I said were classist because she was from Somerville I was from Winchester and I was trying to tell her that she was trashy Mm -hmm. now the reason I was trying to do that (laughs) listen to me and by the way we've become friends we're friendly on Facebook the reason I was trying to do that is that I didn't like her treatment of my brother so I decided to try to to if I I was not a good person anyway so so anyway but she's forgiven me but no, I've never had an Italian girlfriend. I used to want, yeah, I, I one was shopped to me one time by a friend mm-hmm. at the front desk. Uh, at, fetishizing. Uh, what do you mean fetishizing? Typical. Because they're, they have gorgeous dark hair mm-hmm. and they're lovely and they're, they're Italians. Are, Italians are an improved model of human being over the uh, Northern European wasp. My people, the Shattucks, Alice. This ain't it. This is no. This is the the Shattuck is uh is Gaelic for skin cancer. No, this is not. Uh, it's not what you want to be. Okay, I love Italians. Well. I love the food. I eat tripe, like me and only Italians do. But I am happy to have a an Italian conference with my friend. Uh, mm-hmm. With my fr- you know where this happened. I think you need to do the hear, work. Do you, you want to hear something about where this incident happened? Mm-hmm. The high school racial incident, which I condemn. By the way, condemn. Okay. Where I called the superior person a slur. Uh, it was at the. It was at my enemy's house, my Winchester enemy's house. Me and my brother only had one enemy, 
and for some reason they were adversarial. It was at the nephew of SNL's Saturday Night Live's Jane Curtin. Her nephew. He and then that, later on, like I think he tossed me out of his house or something. Only person we had a, ever had a problem with. One person just didn't get get along. The curtains and the shattucks. See, there's a good wasp fight for you right there, Alice. Right there. I've I also seen so. Italians uh, go after each other too. There's supposed supposedly there's a thing saying that they, that they they not try to needle each other or something. I don't know. I love Italians. I will always love them. I love the new prime minister. I celebrate Italians. I will put the work in. Mm-hmm. I think they're great. Is there anything else you wanted to do else? Have we beat this thing enough? That's it. As I, long I was going to play the. I was going to play all the, the the sound of the prime minister talking about fascists, but it's like it's gone. All the stuff regarding her is gone. All I can tell you is this: that everything I've seen her say today is great. Now I understand yeah. that people are saying she's part of some party that, you know, in 1936 was of a different party and was more nationalistic. Well, she seems to be a nationalist. She seems to want to preserve the culture of Italy and not cede everything over to globalists and. Uh, the European Union, and I can see her point. Yeah, what's the European Union done that's so great? Caused food <laughs> shortages? They're terrible. Allowed Putin to invade Ukraine, become completely non-energy independent. Like, I, I mean, and like I say, it's very hard when you're not in a country and in a culture unless you really do a lot of work to really understand other countries' politics. But, um, yeah, I mean, I have nothing has freaked me out that I've seen her say so far or do so far. I mean, it no. seems totally innocuous to me, but I, what do I know? I could, there could be tons of stuff. I don't know, but I guess we'll find out if Tucker's really going to have Eva on tonight or not. Maybe we'll see. Is Tucker going to need, is he even going to be there? By the way, um, hold on one second. Hold on. I'm going to, I'm going to respond to respl- something. Uh, no. No. Okay. So, no, I'm going to do some explaining because I've been called out on Twitter by T. Malarkey. Tony from Maine. Are you familiar with him? I don't know Tony from Maine. I'm sorry, Tony. Okay. I tweeted out a picture last night of Jerry Callahan and Kirk Minahan on Kirk's show and it includes our part of our bar. It's got a, and there are wipes in the bar, and this has become a controversy. Will you explain why you need baby wipes when viewing KMS? A couple of people asked me about those wipes and, you know, got a screenshot of it. The reason we have baby wipes is because we have a one remaining tiny small child who, in the midst of our baby wipe shipment and diaper shipment, has now essentially potty been potty trained. Right. So we have the surplus wipes, but... So, because I'm bad at turning off my Amazon auto shipments, so... Sorry. But I enjoy these wipes. Mm-hmm. I use them every day during my show a couple of times, and I find them to be quite refreshing. And I like them. And it's, it's mm-hmm. a, it, I would suggest <laughs> if you don't know about it, then you should do it too. It's nice Baby wipes are very nice, actually. Right behind the ears? It's nice. I don't trust people who wouldn't accept them. My brother won't accept one. He comes over. I'm like, do you want a baby wipe? He's like, no, no, no. Why? They're not used. They're, yeah, they're, they're not used. clean. But yeah, get baby wipes. They're wonderful. They're wonderful, wonderful. No, and they're good even like for kids' hands because kids eat mm-hmm. and their hands get disgusting. And like, you know, you can, it's it's like the wet wipes that you get at like a wings place or when they serve you ribs. You know, it's like you have little hand cleaning wipes to do during the meal until you're like completely done and you can fully wash your hands or whatever. You know, it's it's just, they're actually really nice to have around. I was thinking about that because I was like, oh, maybe if we run out, I'll turn the auto shipment back on. But yeah, baby wipes are pretty useful and good. 
So I don't have a big problem if you want to use baby wipes. Yeah. <laughs> Is there like some other implication to that? Like, do men use baby wipes for something else? Oh, I don't think so. Is he suggesting I'm... Maybe. To KMS. We're going to go soon. I know. Oh, yeah. It doesn't take long to get there. Takes like 10 minutes. Where are you going? Newburyport City Hall. Oh, that does take like 20 minutes. 20? I thought it was 20. Oh, I didn't know it was there. Yeah. Well, maybe. 15? Maybe 15. Okay, we'll jump off at 6.15 then. Sorry it's not very long, listeners, but... Well, maybe I'll keep recording. Well, you'll have to turn it off over here, too, you know. Oh, I don't know about that. But we can try. We can. I can leave it on, and you can figure it out. All you have to do is hit stop streaming and stop recording. Yeah, I used to do that. I used to work that thing, I think. Hopefully you can figure it out. Um... <clears throat> Anyway, yeah, I wondered if maybe that was the implication of why you might need baby wipes while watching Jerry and Kirk. Yeah, I don't, th- I don't think that is a thing. As a matter okay. of fact, but maybe no. Why would and why would men have baby wipes? So well, <laughs> there's like other types of wipes, right? It, no, let's not get it. Else. Okay, I'm just, just wondering. It, one, you seem to know nothing about it. Two, it's guttural. And, I don't know anything about yeah. it. Okay, Squawk Box today on CNBC talked about um, the student debt forgiveness. It's been a brutal couple of weeks. For the market, obviously. Awful inflation numbers. Now the likelihood of a hard landing, maybe even a global recession, according to some. The student loan forgiveness, in the middle of all this, adding hundreds of billions, even a trillion dollars to the demand side, doesn't that make the Fed's job even more difficult? Your allies, Larry Summers, Jason Furman, both warn that that's a problem. The president, once again, bowing to the far left, does that justify you know, increasing demand and making things worse right at this time, Jared? I know you know, it's no way you so, can sell this to me with a straight face. Wait a second, uh, let me try the following because um, this is a fact that I, uh, is not reflected in the rap you just gave me. And if you ask, <laughs> and if you ask Jason and Larry about this, I think they'll agree. You should, you should try and find out for yourself. Okay. Um, the thing you left out was restart. That is, restarting student loan payments, which of course have been in forbearance uh, since the pandemic began, that begins in January. And if you actually look at the numbers month by month, the amount of restart, even with debt forgiveness, basically offsets- Yeah, it works for the White House, remember, so. Mm-hmm. That's the amount of forgiveness. So in that sense, it's a bit of taking a log off the fire and putting an equal size log on it. So if you look at the inflation implications, we've modeled this, we've looked at the numbers carefully. And again, I haven't seen those who understand this part of the plan disagree with this point. Uh, We think that the impact on inflation will be neutral because restart offsets forgiveness. Restart. Can you imagine the audacity to say that? It's Restart. So, well, then why don't you restart now? Well, how come you kept putting that off, too? That's amazing, amazing to say that that's a net positive. No, we've been bedraggling ourselves here in putting off student loan payments for two years. Yeah, it's a really big problem, and it's dumping $400 billion into the economy, which is insanity it's totally nuts with where we are in this inflation crisis and all the same thing like the inflation reduction act that all the economists agree will increase inflation the same thing with that that 
you know, they just keep doing things that make the problem worse. And it's so insane that they're in the middle of this inflation crisis and we all know what's causing it. And the economists keep saying it and they keep literally throwing more fuel on the fire. They're absolutely just trying to crash the economy at this point. Like, I I can't believe that's not what they're trying to do. I, I don't understand why, what else would explain their actions. Because it's totally nuts. And I mean, like, we have another, before this midterm elections, we have another, like, month's worth of inflation numbers mm-hmm. is going to come out. And, like, I just can't imagine how they think it's going to be good news. They must be so incompetent and insane. Like, the way they this month they planned a party, an Inflation Reduction Act party, for the day the inflation numbers came out. Like, how could they not know? How could nobody let them know before the numbers came out that it wasn't going to be good news? I, like, it's, it's just such gross incompetence and honestly just malignant behavior by the mm-hmm. white house oh yeah totally like is. just chasing cheap short-term political gain with the stupid student loan stuff or whatever and now there's all this drama over the budget they could have a government shutdown too have you seen mm. that they're hurtling towards that because they so remember when I mean, they, they can get they've got they can do a continuing resolution right there's about well there's no, they don't have enough people to do a continuing resolution because get this you remember the whole thing with Manchin where he made the deal with Schumer about the energy deal for yeah him. Yep. so the deal was they were going to tie this like energy permitting stuff make it easier for a bunch of these energy projects including pipelines that he's into to get done mm-hmm. like clear out some of the red tape for the permitting for those projects they were going to tie that to the continuing resolution to fund the government well now a bunch of democrats don't want to vote for it with his thing attached to it wait a second yes wait but that's part of the Inflation Reduction Act. That already passed. No, it? no, no. The deal was he would vote for the Inflation Reduction Act and they would do this permitting thing for him and that they would tie it to the continuing oh. resolution so that it would pass. But it's it a bunch of people don't want it and want to renege on the deal that Schumer made. Oh. So they're in a fight now. <laughs> like, well, that could be interesting. I wonder who... Is he up this year? Uh, I mean, um, Manchin? I don't think so. I think he's... That could be interesting. Let me see. Um, yeah, so it's it's really like a delicate situation because they can pick up some Republicans for the continuing resolution yeah. thing and for the... But if they lose enough people in the House, they have such a tiny thing in the House and the Republicans obviously would love to see the Democrats shut down the government while What's they're... What's the timeline on that? Is that b- um, before the election or after? Uh, before. Interesting. Yeah, so the whole thing's a mess and yeah, a bunch of Democrats don't want his energy permitting thing <laughs> to go. So... Um. Yeah. It's well, gonna that be, is delicious. I gotta say, it's to gonna you. be interesting to see what happens now. Yeah. Here's Politico. Shut down clock ticking louder. Government funding dries up on Friday, so it's officially crunch time for a stopgap spending bill on Capitol Hill. The Senate is set to vote tomorrow on a procedural move for a shell that could be filled with short-term government funding bill. This will be a test if there is enough support from 60 senators for a bill that is at this point still being pieced together. Blah, blah, blah. At least $12 billion in support for Ukraine. Of course, that's very important, obviously. Um, a deal reached last week on reauthorization of the FDA's user fee programs, funding for the water crisis in Jackson, Mississippi. The known unknown of the week is Senator Joe Manchin's permitting reform proposal. There's opposition on both sides of the aisle, from Republicans to progressive Democrats, because a bunch of Republicans are pissed at him for lying to them and making this deal also. 
So they're not going to do him any favors by coming across to vote for it for him, even though they oh, might kind of like it. You know, lovely. So it's a whole mess. There's opposition on both sides of the aisle, from Republicans to progressive Democrats, but Manchin isn't giving up. He pleaded his case in a Wall Street Journal op-ed over the weekend paired with phone calls Is to colleagues. Is it pled? Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. It says pleaded in I Politico. But I don't know. Is, there, but is pled P-L-E-D? Yes. There is a word pled? Yes. Okay. Um. So the House Select Committee investigating the January 6th insurrection, blah, blah, blah. So that's all that stuff. But yeah, so it's it's um it's a little bit of a delicate situation. And Manchin's hoping to get everybody on board. He's a pretty talented politician, but... Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, but I mean, he. Why is he whipping people? It's somebody else should be doing that because it's his permitting proposal. Somebody else should be doing that. You know, I don't know. He well, because it's possible the Democrats could slice his thing off it too and pass it without it. They're not uh, bound to anything, you know. More Italian hate, literally. Lol, Vino was Paul Italian. Who's Paul? I'm not sure. Who's Paul? Paul. Who's Paul? When you say in the notes, we enjoyed the we, yeah we mentioned the pens yesterday, Julian Phil. Thank you very much for that. We love them. Yes, they're very funny. Was Paul was Paul Italian? How come I can't comment? Well, I guess I can speak to people right now. What? Who's Paul? We did have an Italian friend. My brother's best friend is Paul, who's Italian in Winchester. As a matter of fact, hmm. he used to relentlessly beam me in um, in um, dodgeball bombardment. Vicious. Great arm. Paul Garissi, his name is. Great arm. Yeah, he was last elected in 2018, so he's not up till 2024. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, it's, yeah, There, there's a lot of problems. And so to not be able to fund the government when you can, when the president with his pen apparently is allowed to wipe out $400 billion in debt is... Uh, not a great look no. going into the election, I would say. How very interesting. I really do enjoy this disarray. and <laughs> <laughs> I know that the world's over and whatever. It doesn't, it doesn't really matter. I mean, we have we now have officially... I don't want to say something that's going to stress you out, but we do live in a house now where it rains in the kitchen, you know? <laughs> so that's fine. That's fine. Things have gone a little bit differently than the original proposal. We have a beautiful balcony with tiny little rubble, pebbles... Which is now yeah. a greenhouse. It's so, not yeah, a so I'll tell you guys what the roof. We had two roof people come and look at our roof, and one of them was perplexed and said, "I have no idea where the water's coming from. Mm-hmm. The roof doesn't look bad enough to need to be replaced." Yes, and, and then the next we one, could next replace guy put it, holes and it could, in the roof. 
No, he said the, and he said we could replace it and you could still be getting water because you can't tell where it's coming from. And it could be like from your siding or somewhere higher up. Like you just don't know, like a window mm-hmm. casing that's bad or whatever. Anyway, so then the next roof guy came and said $13,000 right. and we'll definitely fix it 100%. Right. To which we to said- To replace about 500 square feet of roof, which seems nuts to me. Right. So we said, thank you very much. But Have since a wonderful then, is, day. there seems to be more leaks now. Subsequently. Or maybe that was just the kind of rain we were having. Or maybe, whatever. yeah. It's hard to say. Who the I don't frig know. knows? So, is there any part of this house that has uh, stood the test of time since 2018, since we bought it? Uh, no, not really. But, uh, yeah. yeah. So uh, Dave brings up in the chat that Kirsten Cinema dated Keith Olbermann. I was so just that was that big on Twitter today. I'm uh, well. He was. All, he also dated uh, Katie Turr, who was that. She's actually legit cute. That's a that's a good get by Olbs. I thought you liked Cinema. I like her because she's a little crazy, and I like her because she stuck to her guns, even though they chased her into the bathroom. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's great that anybody's dating Keith Olbermann. I don't see where you're. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, he was the. He was big king dingling for MSNBC for a while, but he was always a psychotic who must. Who I my feeling is he's way too close to his own mother. Imagine how crazy him lashing out on Twitter now about it, though. Well, I don't know. Him saying, "Did you see what she's?" He said about her? No. When we dated in 2010 and 11, Kirsten was a legit progressive, far to my left. Now she has embraced the political industry, TM, where there is only process, not policy, and never people. Perfect solution. She can be the next host of Meet the Press. Is that like an insult in Keith Olbermann land? I guess so. I don't know. Maybe is I that, guess is she'd that be perfect shot? for Meet the Press. Is that a shot at Saki, too? I guess so. Since she, she was over there... This week she she was she was criticizing Biden too, right? I forgot what she was doing. She wasn't bad. Her analysis actually, she actually kind of kind of brought a little something, which I was surprised. Hmm. Um, but she, um, yeah, because you know, um, what's her name, the woman who's usually with with Chris Christie and, um, oh come on, apparatchik, Donna. Damn it. Chris Christie. Ronna McDaniel? No, no, no. The Democrat woman. Democrat she, with Chris Christie? Yeah, we're usually on. It's usually Chris Christie and her going at each other with George Stephanopoulos. Oh, I don't know. I don't really watch those. Ugh, this is disappointing. Donna, Donna, Donna. I can't remember. Anyway. She, anyway, but but th- there are some people who just simply go in flack for the administration for Democrats. And it's like, what are you doing? That's a waste. You know, get in here and bring something. You right. Know, bring something. Um, but there are Republicans who do that too, but it's neither. Yeah. But Kirsten Sinema is interesting to me because I was wrong about her. Like, I definitely thought when it was her versus Martha McSally, like, I thought she was going to be a super progressive because that's kind of what her history was mm-hmm. like. She was like this LGBT anti-war activist in a tutu and like all this stuff. And it really seemed like she was oh, going to yeah. be Isn't really she bisexual. Yeah. <laughs> Like, a re- it seemed like she was going to be this, like, radical progressive, didn't yeah. it, at the time? And that's, like, what all the rhetoric was. And she won so narrowly. And she was promising to be a moderate and all this stuff. And, like, I thought she was going to be really be, like, a big progressive. But it turns out she actually meant it when she said she was going to, you know, legislate like a moderate and work across the aisle and do all this stuff. And, like, it's weird. It's not something that often happens in politics where people say they're going to be a certain way and then they actually are. So... Who knew? Who knew? 
Uh, interesting. You see the Turtle Boy tweet where he talks about the Marshall Union residents saying that the hurricane hitting Florida is karma? Yeah. Yeah. They're really good people, though. That's very important to know that they're nice people because they think it's good that other people are getting hit by a hurricane. It's going to be a serious hurricane. Sounds like yeah. there's going to be like 10 feet of um, like saturation. Like, holy goodness. Yeah, this could be a bad one. Yeah, right near Tampa. They are fun. Hurricanes are fun. We can admit that. But it, it's not fun when you're house is submerged there's no doubt yeah about that. somebody was saying there's was, one thing alice what there's one thing our it house would could be a, submerged it would take a significant flood to hit us because we're on a hill here yes that's true significant so there was a time in the 30s that the merrimack river actually went up a few hundred feet with craziness we would have uh, still been okay we'd be okay so there nice. you go although it, it, it actually if the flood destroyed the house would we get money no because flood insurance is separate from regular insurance oh so we don't we have- might have i don't think we do i don't know if we do i don't remember what ways do we have to get money uh, that aren't organic not but not by working i know we've i've <laughs> begged, I've begged before and listeners have given money that way um, we are in the t-shirt business in the patreon business the mm-hmm. locals business yes and um so our nickel and timing operation is <laughs> is uh robust um but no, uh, we have insurance. We, we have do get insurance. a piece of every T-shirt that's sold. We have much. insurance on the house and insurance on each other. Okay, so if the house explodes it, with you in it, what do I get? <laughs> you get the replacement cost to the house, including like furniture and stuff. Awesome. And um, you get five hundred thousand dollars for me. It's kind of tough, fellas. <laughs> Unhealthy thoughts, Alice. <laughs> yeah, but they can't find out that you did it on purpose. Okay, so I can't just load the house with C4. <laughs> yes, that's not, that's frowned Okay, all right. Good to know. Good to know. Should we do the chat chat or should we, would you want us to talk more issues? I'm, um, I'm fine with either one. It's kind of a slow news day, to be honest. With let's pop to the chat chat and then I'll we'll take our daughter to her call back. How come you're taking her? How come I'm not taking her? Because I like to go. All right, fine. Man, after listening to that podcast and the follow-up Patreon show, I feel like I should apply for that job. What job? What a the job beating. at the astrology place. Oh yes, 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 yes. Sorry about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot to read that on the air today. Donna Brazil says Ryan. And right, that job. Donna Brazil. Right, right. Well said, Ryan. Bob. Donna Brazil, by the way, who I think is one of the. Who may be the most, the prettiest woman on the earth. Now, I realize that she's got a few pounds on her and this and that, but I, but what I mean is, like, she is, like, look at her face. Her face is just so, like, every every feature on her face is, is perfect. You may not go there with me, but that's, anyway, I, I stand by it. What a beating. Just amazing. Ballot request forms for dead people. Men kissing Tom, no surprise. St. <laughs> Polly girl outfits for Alice. Oh, that is happening. And Frozen Alice through half of the show. By the way, I like Frozen Alice. She's fun, but <laughs> moving Alice is much better. And if you're going to freeze Alice, freeze her with a beautiful smile on her face. Tom. Yep. And colds behind the eye. Yes. Maybe it's a tumor. <laughs> it's possible. Possible. I have. Uh, I have assumed. Oh, that's, that means you get the five hundred k. Yeah. Hi, Tom. Hey, Phil. Phil from Attleboro here. Hey. And hey, I'd like Phil to leave you with a compliment oh. and a criticism. All right. First, a compliment. Great job with the weight loss. Thank you. 
I'm also working on losing some major poundage. Oh, good. Good you. have you. to be really mentally ready to do this. Yeah. Kudos to you. Thank you, Phil. You see, Alice, that job, everything's negative in life. Now the criticism. Yes. Why do you continually refer to yourself as fat? I am. I find this extremely offensive. Really? Could you please start referring to yourself as possibly portly, mm. beef? I thought about that because Rush used to say that he was ple- pleasantly portly, but I'm not portly because I think that means small and fat. It's been reclaimed by the fat activists. Oh, they, they've em- they've embraced the word fat. Although you know so what, so they don't like obese because they feel that it medicalizes something that's not actually a medical it problem is not a medical at problem. all. Correct. That it's great. And Correct. That my, my doctor, fat. it was bur- broke mm-hmm. into tears when I walked in for my appointment last week. He was doesn't like all this weight loss. Actually, you know what's medical por- fat phobia, and also portly, Alice. We live next to Newburyport, right? Mm. Beefy, ample, ample, husky. Oh, Husky. That brings back bad memories from when I had to buy Husky pants <laughs> at the Sears at the Burlington Mall in 1984. And my mother was like ashamed of my brother and I. That was a bad memory. They can't say Husky. Burly? I'm not burly. I'm not tough guy fat. I'm your, wretched fat. Um, your she- printouts at Awaken 180 say you're solidly built. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> I like that. Stout? I'm not stout. They're, rotund? I guess I am rotund. Or even full bodied? Hmm. I would feel much. Those are all beers too. Much mm. more comfortable with this. However, if you continue to use the term "fat," mm-hmm. then you might as well go all in and declare yourself to be a fat bastard until you achieve your goal. You know I what? truly hope this helps. Thank you very much. Thank you, Phil. You know what? I am a fat bastard. He's right. Well said, Phil, and I appreciate it. Thank you for the counsel. So I was watching this movie and it had uh, Paul Hogan and it called Almost an Angel. Mm-hmm. I don't know if uh, you've seen it, Tom. Clearly, uh, Alice hasn't seen it. She doesn't watch a lot of movies. Yeah, um, she's a she's a bookworm. I understand this. Um, mm-hmm. They call them, but nerds. anyway, <laughs> uh, it had uh, Larry Miller in it also, Love and Larry uh, Miller. Elias Kodis, who was uh, Casey Jones in TMNT, the original mm-hmm. uh, '90s movie, and then it also had uh, David Alan Greer. Oh, love him. What a cast. Yeah. Even uh, Paul Hogan's ex-wife from um, Crocodile Dundee. Linda Kozowski or something. What a scene with her in uh, that Crocodile Dundee movie with the bathing suit. Anyway, uh, just let me know if you've seen it or not. I have uh, not seen it. I've only seen Paul Hogan in those two movies and the ads he used to do for Foster's Beer. You got to go? Do you want me to pop it and you just turn this off? Just hit stop streaming and stop recording. Stop streaming and stop recording. Okay, I'm going to keep going. Yeah, in Liz- Linda Kozlowski. Yeah, that was one of the first thong shots, Alice. Speaking of your St. Pauli girl outfit. Oh, you need the key. Here. Um, yeah. Oh, she. that was very important, that scene in Beverly Hills Club. In, in um, Crocodile Dundee. Highly important. Yes, correct. So, uh, Tom, when is uh, when's you going to get a call from uh, Barstool HQ? I know. I, I don't know. <clears throat> I did, you know, like 10 years ago, I messaged Portnoy to be a guest on a radio show that I was working for, and he did get back to me. But that um, that Facebook account that he had back then is now gone, and I have no Portnoy contact. I don't know. I know people who know Portnoy. But, yeah, I am I'm very pro Barstool, very pro Portnoy. And I can drink beer and hang out with fellas, although I am in a weight loss thing. And, actually, that might hurt my chances because there are a lot of fat fat bastards at Barstool. Got to figure out what you're uh, what you're good at here. Um, hmm. Let's see here. Uh, trying to think of a show that 
they do with you. Um, waiting for my call too. All right, bye. Well, uh, to be to be serious, the the well, not to be serious, but the 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 angle would probably be if we could bring the bar- burn barrel to, uh, um, to um, barstool. The angle would have to be something around gaming, and the gaming is legal in Massachusetts. Other than that, I don't think they have any straight up shows that are as political as us. Uh, but there are shows that have like family oriented, like um, Content Kim and their daughter. The I don't, I don't know. I've never seen it, but I know that there are some uh, odd things. I don't think it's going to happen. But you know, we can dream. I would probably make enough to get my kitchen roof fixed. Uh, <laughs> I see the name of this um, message. I'm not hearing the song as yet. It says "Heroes," Linda Marks cover. That is a that is a deep early Kirk Minahan show reference. Uh, Heroes, <laughs> we need heroes <laughs> who lift ourselves up. <laughs> Show us what's possible. Heroes, offer us hope. Uh, for for mo- for any of you listening who aren't familiar with the Linda Marks song on the Kirk Manhattan Show, this means nothing to you. I am familiar though, so I'm kind of enjoying it. Make us world better. Make us inspire us. This is what we call a half-assed version of this, but I still enjoy it. Heroes. Heroes. Nothing but heroes? What do we get them? <laughs> heroes are people. <laughs> Big poppy to some. How do we show them care? Why do we shoot our heroes? <laughs> That's great. Why do we gun them yeah. down? <laughs> this is an all-time low. light shine to bark in the darkness? <laughs> I believe there are drugs and alcohol involved in some a portion of the listenership of this uh, of this sh- show, and I'm fine with it, as a matter of fact. Let me go back here, see if you guys are still watching. This is so cool. Alice is gone. Like Newbury Portly. I love that. I'm in Pinellas, Ground Zero. What does that mean, uh, Dave? The gang's Winchester. I'm in Pinellas. What's Pinellas, Ground Zero? Let me know what that means. Newbury Portly. I like that very much. I'm in Pinellas, Grounds. What's Pinellas? Are you in Win- Winchester? Is Pinellas a place in Winchester? Dave. The gang's of Winchester, 100%. Kristen Cinnamon and Data Keith Olbermann, right? I'll wait. I'll wait for a second. So anyway, that's pretty much. It really has been an interesting kind of. We're on the precipice of this being a really busy um, news uh, cycle, but it's not yet. It's like everything's the things are kind of churning, and it's going to get to a a, a feverish, uh, you know, a climax at some point. But right now, it's still not. It's just um, it's moving up. You got the they're they're pulling the Trump stuff. On Wednesday, the January 6th thing, you got the sham in New York, Trump investigation, which is just BS. Um, Pinellas. What is Pinellas? Lou Pinella? Pinellas? Pinellas? 
Oh, oh, God, Pinellas County in Florida. That's what you're saying. I see. I see. Oh, yeah. Jeez, uh, Pinellas County in Florida. So, hey, I see. Oh, Julian Phil had your back. They got that for you. So that is interesting. Dave, You, we got to be in touch with you during the um, during the hurricane to see how things are going for you. Get some play-by-play, and then uh, hopefully hopefully everything is all right. I like the excitement of a hurricane. I love the crazy, violent weather. I like the idea of tornadoes. We never get anything too cool up here in Massachusetts. Here and there, there's a tornado. I mean, every like 30 years is a notable one. But I've never, I'm ne- never around for them, unfortunately. I would like to see one, but I don't want to be destroyed by one. But you know what I mean. You know, anything like that is, is um, anything extreme like that is interesting and fun. So uh, let me just look around and see my my notes. I don't really have notes, but I have uh, the Alice and I send each other through Twitter. Um, kind of what we're going to talk about. Okay, and that brings us back to the the ladies, the the housewives who wanted to get yelled at and called racist. So that's where we are, guys. I, by the way, I think that we should do Pinellas. I thought it had to do with <laughs> the Italian stuff, and I'm thinking Lou Pinella or Pinellas. You're you live in Ground Zero of Pinellas, an Italian family, and I thought, where are they? And I don't know. Sometimes, uh, sometimes my mind isn't fantastic. So I think that we should. There's no reason, as far as I'm concerned, there's no reason why we wouldn't just always do live. Uh, is this on YouTube too? No, this is for Patreon. So, oh wait, oh wait, oh I see. So you guys are all Patreon subscribers. So you get, you see this live. I don't see why the Patreon people shouldn't get it live all the time. If you think that that's an added value for you, I guess that. Maybe it is, maybe it isn't. I guess that we were communicating with each other, which I really like. I really liked this chat chat, and I really like this, you know, reading your your notes here. I really like it. I would like to do more back and forth and conversing during the show. Yeah, okay, so Trish says, I love the idea of always live. It doesn't, it's no different for me, I mean, because we're doing live to tape every day. Um, that we almost, I, I mean, sometimes we'll drop in an interview if we do like a pretty good inter- interview or a bigger interview, and so maybe that would be a difference. But other than that, I'm I'm cool with it. You know, unfor- you know, fortunately or unfortunately, well, I, I never take out the interruptions anyway. So kids and dogs and chaos can come in here, and um, and, and that's just about it. But other than that, yeah, I'm cool. All right, so hey guys, thank you. I'm gonna pitch it to Alice today to go live. By the way, we're working on two more shirts. Um, and then I, I kind of like to get shirts here and actually maybe we can give it, we can do a couple of pen giveaways now that we got the pens from Julian Phil, which are really cool. Um, but we'll talk about that. I'm not, I can't play the, uh, the closing theme song anymore because we're, we're trying to shave the songs off because we don't own those and everything that we're on seems to penalize us. Like YouTube suspends us or grounds us or Facebook is mad at us and this and that. So if we're going to move over our podcast to this new podcast player where it won't just screw you guys like uh, SoundCloud did, and they've been terrible with Alice. You should see the emails going back and forth. Alice is rip bleep about these guys, so we're going to change. Ryan, thanks for the uh, Donna Brazil uh, help there. Thank you. I needed that. Julie and Phil and Dave and Ryan and Trish and everybody, thank you so much for hanging out on Patreon. If you guys aren't on Patreon, Feel free to get on Patreon if you'd like to, to see the show uh, live when we do it, and some other stuff as well. And we should, we should probably do more. I'm sorry about the Substack. I'm working on the Substack. I, actually, Alice was supposed to do the last one, but the, oh, I can't hit the I can't hit the finishing music. All right. Well, what what would you like for sound for the end then? 
What would you like? How about this right here? Thank you very much for everything. Please do continue to follow us. We love it. I love this back and forth, the input stuff here, doing the Patreon Live. I think we should always do it. Have an awesome Monday night, guys. We will see you later. Oh, it didn't work. Hold on. I'm going to do that again. I'm doing it again because I'm a professional. Have an awesome Monday night, guys. We will see you later. Two more hogs got the fever. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.